You just gotta press a button for the intro. What it is, hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session, the podcast. Today is November the 1st, 2019, and the culture pushes are here, and we back, and we back. If you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. Um... Fellas, what's going on? How y'all feeling? It's what week nine? It's crazy out nine, here. Man. It's November getting cold. Already, bro. It's getting cold. Well, not in Florida because it was just ninety degrees yesterday. But you know what I'm saying? It's getting cold where y'all at. <laughs> Lucky you, bro, because like, bro, that shit just went from zero to hundred real quick. Like, <laughs> way, bro. Like it was hot yesterday morning, then you walk outside at like four or five o'clock, bro, and it's like thirty degrees. Like what the fuck? Georgia <laughs> no, weather, bro. That shit bipolar. Me and my lady, we went uh, shopping for our winter clothes today for the for the kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have any winter clothes. But... I'm always late. Like, I always just go when it gets cold. That's crazy. Be shopping uh, for winter jackets and shorts and shit. Bro, <laughs> 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 every time I have to come home, I be feeling so horrible because I don't have any kind of, like, like, thick winter clothes. That's crazy. Yeah. I hate coming home in the winter. <laughs> hey, but uh, let's get into the podcast today. Uh, last night, Thursday night football, we had the what? The San Francisco 49ers played the uh, Arizona Cardinals. It was a good game. I ended up, I fell asleep on it a little bit. I had to watch the end of it this morning. Oh, damn. You're an old man now, bro. I know, bro. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Jimmy Grappolo uh, had a, a great game 28 for 37, 317 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, yeah. it was a definitely a statement game from him, bro. Because you know he was kind of like that low floor, no ceiling type quarterback, bro. So it was good to see him come out there and perform like that in prime time. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see that. I was hoping that he threw like Matt uh, Matt Burita a touchdown, but Matt Burita <laughs> had 15, I bet you were seventy eight uh, yards, uh, two receptions for fourteen yards. So yeah, he had an okay game. He had a better game than Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman had twelve carries, twenty three yards. Hey, did Tevin Coleman look like? I mean, did Matt Burita look better than Tevin Coleman to you last night? Because he def- he did to me. Yeah, he definitely looked like the better runner last night. And yeah. he's supposed to be hurt. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, really, bro, because he is a good – he's a great running back, bro. He's going to have them games like this. It's going to be games where Coleman looks like the better running back. It's going to be games where Breida looks like the better running back. Yeah, I think they should give my boy Breida a little bit more uh, a tick. Yeah, but, you know, they got to – Shanahan and his genius mind got to bring in old Jeff Wilson to get the goal line touchdown, even though he ain't got no run all game. That was so weird. Come in. Like, bro, that, just, that timeout I mean, that was, was so weird. That, that uh, that homeboy called. What's his name? Who that? Cliff, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. That timeout was so crazy. It was dumb. That like almost lost him. The, well, it did lose him the game. Yeah, it did lose him the game because they scored a touchdown the next like, play. You idiot! <laughs> you trying to be cute? Where right? out here calling timeout? What are you trying to ice, bro? Like <laughs> it's a play, bro. Like you can get yeah, your play. Kevin Bourne. What's his name? Kevin Bourne. Yeah, no, Kendrick like, Bourne. Kendrick Bourne Kendrick called a touchdown. Uh, Deontay Pettis caught a touchdown for 21 yards. Uh, Devo Samuel dropped a su- touchdown. Wow. Touchdown, wow! Pancake pan. Mm. 
But your boy Emmanuel Sanders went crazy though. Seven yes. for nine, 112 yards and a touchdown. So him that is Jimmy G's favorite target. Like, I seen that. Right? Jimmy G up. Every time Jimmy G wanted to throw somebody, it was either him or Kittle. Kittle had a Kittle game, six for eight, uh, 79 yards and a touchdown. That was pretty good. Um, so Emmanuel Sanders, he looked real good. He was like a perfect fit for that offense, you know, just to see a guy come in like he came in like two weeks ago or something, and he's already looking that good. So I think that's going to continue, man. It wasn't better than King and Drake, though. Oh, that was the greatest surprise ever, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I had long expectations just based on the matchup and the situation that he was in, man. But it was just great to see, you know, like a player that I've been preaching, like when he gets the volume, bro, like he he produces literally every time he gets the volume. So to see that on primetime, bro, was just, you know, awesome to watch, bro. 15 carries, 110 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Four receptions, 52 yards, uh, and he completed a two-point conversion. What yeah. do you think that means for David Johnson? I don't know. I think um, I think they're both kids. You know, uh, I think David Johnson might be used more like a receiver, though. Like, he might line him, like, literally out wide more, you know, if when he comes back because Drake is perfect for that system, and David Johnson still was still out there producing more as a receiver, but, you know, he was still producing out there. So. Yeah, you know, I think it'll be a split, you know uh, – DJ been hurt a lot, so once they got Drake, you know, well, now then they gonna have Edmonds come back next year. Oh no, I was thinking about it's a lot of people. I think Edmonds is the guy that you know bounces pretty much like in terms of not having any value no more. Because they keep him on the team. Yeah, I mean, he uh, this year he just beat depth, bro. But yeah, next year I don't know. I don't know how the contract situation is, but though, and Drake will cost more. We'll see. Yeah, Drake's part. Drake looks. Great out there, bro. Drake's also pretty awesome. much a one-year, a one-year. Uh, this is he only. I don't think they signed a contract with the trade, so this is his last year of his contract. I know that for sure. Yeah, well, I guess it depends what they did with DJ then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyler Murray had a good game, a bounce back game, seventeen for twenty-four, two hundred and forty-one yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he didn't do a lot of rushing. He had five carries for thirty-four yards. I, I want to see him run some more. I don't know why he's not running more. He's not that he great ran, but running he- the ball. When yeah. he he's not great when it's not um like playing you know like the scrambles mm-hmm. and shit like that's when I notice he doesn't he goes down real easy like it just seems like you ain't got to do too much to tackle him bro like if you yeah, catch he's he, he he not gonna get no contact he don't he don't like no contact none bro but, smart, he, yeah. but when it's I do notice when it's schemed up for him though that's when he has the most success rushing the ball so uh your boy um Christian Kirk let everybody down with uh his first game back he had one carry for eight yards and he went two for five for eight yards so not a big game he pooped in his pants uh Larry Fitz is cooled off tremendously uh went four for four he caught all four of his targets uh but he only had 38 yards uh Keyshawn Johnson caught the touchdown and Andy Isabella caught the 88 yard touchdown yeah that was crazy seeing that shit I did see that. How do y'all feel about um, Larry Fitz and Christian Kirk going forward? Um, Christian Kirk, I just think it was a little blip in the radar. You know, they were facing a tough defense, so, uh, you know, I'll give him a pass for that. But Larry Fitz, he's – it seems like the third year where he's, that, he, where he's done this. Like, he starts the year off hot, and then he just cools off, like, towards the end of the year, so. Getting old, man. Yeah, he's getting old. And this is something it. I expected from him. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not looking to play him at all. I'm not looking to trade for him. If you have him, you pretty much got to hold on and just, you know, hopefully he comes back. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty much all that happened last night. Y'all got anything else? 
We can get oh, to the sir. news and notes. Yep, let's get All it. Right, the news and notes. The headline news as of Friday when we're recording this, the Patriots dropped um, Josh Gordon and the Seahawks picked him up off waivers. That was awesome news, bro. Yes, sir. awesome news. So, what do you? How you think? What do you think his value is now, Josh Gordon? Uh, I mean, he's about the same. I think he may get more touchdowns, but it's just if he's gonna be healthy or not. You know? Yeah, I think I don't think he was that healthy. Like, I think it was a shock to him when they like put him on IR. He was like, "Bro, what y'all, what y'all doing, bro?" Like, I heard yeah. all kind of rumors that was around. I heard like. Bill Belichick found weed on him or something. something crazy. Yeah, I, I saw it. some shit. No verified sources, though, but, you know, that's always yeah. going to be out there when, you know, something like this just random happens. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, and I kind of, you know, you know how I felt, like, about receivers switching teams in the middle of the year, but, you know, <laughs> seeing how Cooper did last year with the Cowboys and what Emmanuel Sanders is out there doing with San Fran, like, I kind of am excited about this, man, because, you know, he's a, he's a great pick him up in all the leagues. You said what? See, I see you when they'll pick him up in all the Yeah, leagues. yeah. It was perfect timing too, bro. But mm-hmm. he's like one of the best, like, you know, deep ball like receivers and shit. So and you have the quarterback who's like leading almost I know he's near the top of the league in D ball accuracy. So it's kind of like a DK Metcalf plus. Like, you know, he's a better receiver though. Definitely. Jalen Samuels might play every snap for the Steelers. Um like then they say James Conner is doubtful. Why don't just say James Conner is out? Yeah, I mean doubtful pretty means pretty yeah much. doubtful pretty much means he's not going to play. So hopefully you went and got Jalen Samuel on your team. Uh, like we said, go stash all the handcuffs earlier this season. Uh, the Lions brought in Jay uh, Jahi for a workout. Y'all excited about Jay Jahi? Mm-hmm. When I see if he goes to Detroit, I would be interested. So I guess you got to get out ahead of it if you if you got space on your team. Some, some fire there. <laughs> Uh, the Amari Cooper said he's the healthiest he's ever been. Y'all believe that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. The Colts came out of the blue and said T.Y. Hilton is going to be out for this Sunday's game. Expected to be out for three to four weeks with a calf injury. That's not related to the thigh injury that he had or the quad injury that he had earlier this year. That is crazy for a lot of fans. <laughs> Yeah, it just it came out of nowhere too. Like he just, I think he was just one of those receivers that you know popped up on the injury report in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember seeing like reports or anything about this. No, it's just it like happen. I just remember seeing him out today. Like I was like, what the fuck? Wow. Like three to four weeks to say. Uh, so, crazy. That, boost, that boost anybody on their team? Uh maybe like, maybe the tight ends. Or uh, you I'll know, what I mean, like their receivers are. You know, this is really is Campbell is now, it's only Pascal. Pascal, you got Chester yeah, Rogers, Deion Kane, like it's just a whole bunch of just bodies out there, bro. But yeah, and and I think he's missed like five games in his since you know being a code or whatever, and they're on five in those games. So this could be a huge hit to him. Maybe some, yeah. hopefully somebody step uh, steps up for him though. When does Paris Campbell come back? Is he out for the season? I don't think he's out for the season. Um, I haven't really looked into it, though, but I haven't heard anything. So He's been out for a couple of weeks. Uh, the Broncos put Joe Flacco on the IR. Brandon Allen is going to get the start this Sunday versus Cleveland. Ooh. Yep. Uh, fire, up. fire up Cleveland defense. I don't know. I think so, but what about the run? You think they'll give up? They, Cleveland's defense has been very vulnerable to the yeah, run. Yeah, that is what I was kind of thinking, too. I don't know. They might give up a lot of points, but we'll get to that. 
the Redskins are going to start Dwayne Haskins. Yup. Yeah, that shit's horrible, bro. Oh, man. He does not look ready at all, and they're starting him against the Bills. Like, bro, just <laughs> watch out, bro. James White was added to the injury report with a toe injury as of today, a Friday injury. That's never nothing ooh. you want to see. So, um, ooh. yeah, that's, that's I didn't for that. I, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. Trey Carson is listed with a hamstring injury. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cam Newton is still on the injury report. Adam Thielen is expect is questionable for Sunday's game, and so is the Packers' Devontae Adams. He, Devontae Adams trip, uh, was practicing with a helmet on this week, so I expect both of them to play. How about y'all? Uh yeah, I mean Devontae Adams. I'll see the video. He like jumped over somebody, bro. So I think he's all right. <laughs> and uh, um, who's the other one? I Thielen. said Adam Thielen. Thielen, yeah, I think he comes back too. He, he was close, supposedly close to playing last Thursday. So that yeah, ten yeah. days of extra ten rest. days of rest that'll do it for you. OJ Howard is uh didn't <laughs> practice again on Friday, so he's probably not gonna play on Sunday. Next. Uh, Chris Hern, uh, Chris Hernan is expected to play on Sunday and other tight end news. Hmm. I didn't hear that. I, I missed I, a lot of news today. Yeah, he said Chris Hernan will play Sunday. Oh, shit. Yeah. What the fuck was Adam Gates talking about then? He was Adam like, Gates I, makes it sound unlike... Oh, my bad. Oh, Red my bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hocus pocus. It was a little hocus pocus. I heard it in it. I heard it in this nigga voice. Did you get the Adam Gates googly eyes when he was reading that shit, nigga. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even have Chris Hernan anywhere. Wow. <laughs> Diddy Westbrook is questionable uh, for Sunday's game. I don't know. Did, did he travel? They don't say if he traveled to London or not. But if he's questionable, uh, he's probably there. So yeah. If he doesn't play, look out for somebody else. We'll we'll get into that. And get into that shortly. <laughs> uh, y'all got any other news or not? Nope. Well, of course, Keon Drake got traded this week. So. Oh yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> he went off. If you didn't know, if you didn't get the news. <laughs> he was watching the game like, yo, when did that happen, bro? Who's forty one? When the fuck was Fantasy Inception on that shit? <laughs> 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 the funny guys really drop the ball. <laughs> hey man, if y'all pay us, man, I record every day. Hell yeah, boy, <laughs> that boy free me, <laughs> free me from my <laughs> job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro, let's go, man. All right, let's get All right so let's get into what the people are here for. The number one week by. The one number one, the number one game by game breakdown of each fantasy player that is fantasy relevant this week, week nine. We are here to give y'all the starts and sits. Buckle up, hold on tight. Here we do it. All right, the Texans are at the Jags in London. London, forty-seven and a. A 47-point under under Houston is favored by two points. This game is at 9.30 Eastern time. So if you are listening to this, make sure you wake up early for this game, wherever you are at. Deshaun Watson, of course, auto start. Garner Mitchell, how y'all feel? Like Garner Mitchell this week. Um, Texas defense is horrible lately. Um, and, you know, Mitchell got back on track last week. So I definitely think he continues it against a Houston defense, allowing the fifth most points to quarterbacks with 22 a game. So JJ up as a streamer. 
Who's that? J.J. Watt is out. J.J. Watt's out for the year, definitely. So, yeah. And, and he already played him. He got 18 points the first time he played. Exactly. Let's get it. Let's get it. Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson. Um, I actually don't like either of them. If I had to play one, of course, it is high because he's going to get the volume, the touches, and the game is close enough to where I don't think Duke will really be needed like that. They might just be controlling the game, their favorite. So, um, But Jackson is allowing the 10th tenth, tenth fewest points to running back, so you got to kind of temper expectations. You're just hoping for a touchdown there. Yeah. I, I think he get one. Think he, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a toss-up every game pretty much because he's getting yeah. the goal line carries. He's right. out touching hot. I mean, he's out touching Duke Johnson in 136 to 64. Got <laughs> Um, Linda Fournette, auto start. DeAndre Hopkins, auto start. Kenny Stills, how y'all feel? Ooh, that round. Ooh, that boy, boy, don't even know it. <laughs> uh, but Kenny Stills, a.k.a. Kenny Bills, um, you know, he disappointed last week, but I feel like you got to go back to him this week. He's uh, going to be going against... Uh, Trey Herndon, I think AJ Boye has came out and said that he's going to be following. Uh, like he he said it on air that he was going to be following Hopkins, so that leaves uh, Trey Herndon for Stills, and he's horrible. So, I think you got to go back to him as like a wide receiver three, high upside wide receiver three play this week. Do you know that Deshaun Watson never allowed, uh, never threw more than one touchdown against the Jags? Yeah, like they just got his number. I don't know. And it's in London. London thing. Like That's like the Jags' uh, backyard because they Jags play at London all the time. Every year. Every year. That's so crazy. But they used to it now. They might not get over there and get That is a good now. point. That is a good point. DJ Shark, uh, auto start for me. I think he's in auto start category. I think last time I checked, he was leading the AFC in wide receiver and uh, yards. In the, in, yeah, receiving yards. Yep. The Texans are likely to be missing their starting cornerbacks. And we just seen uh, Tyrell Williams get. To the money for ten uh, catches, two hundred twenty-one yards, and two touchdowns. Um, yeah, and he's he's gonna be matched up with uh, Gary and Conley too. So I mean, he's leading the uh, AFC in receiving, and he gets a great matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, he's allowing the fourth most fantasy points per route run with point forty-eight, and they're also giving up the fifth most points to receivers lined up on the right. So he can have one of those big ass explosion games this week, bro. Hey yo, I want to. <laughs> I want to pause. <laughs> I wanted to tra- I wanted to trade him, but nobody wanted him. You wanted to trade him where? No mind. We'll talk about it later. Chris <laughs> Conley, boomer bus play. I got him as you can flex him because I know everybody's going through bye weeks right now. Definitely. That was that player I was talking about. Definitely if DD sits. But even if he plays, man, he's gonna be facing Lonnie Johnson, who's graded out as a 30 according to PFF. And he's in the um bottom 20 with in fantasy points per route with point thirty seven. So He's uh has a great matchup this week if that and if Didi sits. So just keep Chris, in mind if you're a desperation play. Chris Conley or AJ Brown? Uh Conley. Conley. Chris Conley or uh Terry McLaurin? Conley. Conley. Ooh. Conley or Stills though. Right. I uh, think Gills is a Stills for me. Yeah. Stills? Yeah, Stills is a fit for me. I think yeah. he's gonna see more targets. Uh, so D.D. Westbrook, as of course we said, is a game-time decision, so be on the lookout for that. Saturday, Sunday morning, of course, I'll be there. I don't know if I'll be up that early. But, yeah, but, but you uh, know you get an extra hour because the daylight saving time is going in. So. When is that? It's, uh, I think like Saturday night. Ooh. So you get an extra hour. At night. Like you're watching it at 1030. Darren Fells is a start for me. He's had at least 69 yards 
or two touchdowns in three of his last four games, it doesn't make it hard to like to be a, a startable tight end to me. I think you can stream him. Exactly. Cause he is like his his floor is really low. Mm-hmm. But he's getting them goal line touches and I mean or goal line targets or whatever. So yep. as he keeps getting those, I mean what what you got to work with at tight end, he's a he's a good play. Definitely uh especially because Austin Hooper's on bow this week. I, like I had Austin Hooper's on bow, so I had to go pick him up. Yep. <laughs> The Good Bears job. are at the Eagles. It's a 44-point over-under. The Eagles are favored by five-point. Mr. Bisky I have as a stream this week. I know it's gross, but he's playing the Eagles secondary, and I just think you should start everybody playing them. Yep. yep. Got the same thing. It's hard to trust them, but you can do worse than them this week. You can definitely do a lot worse. Uh, Carson Wentz, I got him as a stream in the pitch. I think Mr. Mitch Trubisky is over Carson Wentz, actually. Uh, yeah, I actually have uh, Wentz as a sit. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, because, you know, they've been vulnerable against the run, but they've still been solid against QBs, giving up the seventh fewest points to the position. They haven't allowed a top 12 uh, performance all year. Yeah. They said they got to be five somewhere. He's David still, Montgomery. David Montgomery, man. How you feel about him? I don't know. I don't I don't like like starting players after they have like a big, crazy game like they haven't had all year. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, makes, like every like I don't like. Can you think of anybody this year that's had like a crazy game and then like followed it up the next week? You can think Will Fuller, no Marvin Jones, no Stephon Diggs. No, oh, Stephon Diggs. Is I mean, but he, the script nice. is not, was hurt. Yeah, he still it still counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you try to rain on my praise. <laughs> and he's going up against the Eagles. Then he's going against the Eagles defense, and they exactly. still have yet that's to allow. Over sixty-three yards, besides the Zeke. But you, but the thing is, it was successful last week against the Bills' top, you know, defense. So I feel like they're gonna run the ball again. They're gonna feed him the ball. So uh, if you got him as a running back, two flex, you can't be mad if you get your ten. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to yeah. get the volume. I mean, so that's why I feel like if you've been running them out there as a RB two, then you got to keep playing them. But I mean, like y'all said, the Philly, Philly's tough against. Uh, running back, so six fewest points to running backs this um, this year. Uh, Tyreek Cohen, I think you can flex him. He should see the targets. That should give him a safe floor. He's seeing at least five targets a game, so I think that gives him at least a safe floor. And he might pop one off against uh, the Philly defense. I like uh, it. Jordan Howard, I definitely have him as a high start for me, coming off a season high 23 carries and and received nine out of 12 carries in the uh, five yard zone in the last two in the last three games. How y'all feel about him? Yeah, and you got that revenge game narrative, so I definitely think he's going to try to have a great game against his old team. Um, and Chicago's, like I said, they've been vulnerable against the run, allowing nine um, ninth most points to running backs. Definitely. The loss of Akeem Hicks just really like fucked him up. And I think is um, what's his name from Georgia? Oh, yeah. uh, last year I forgot. Shit. I forgot. Come back to me. Yeah. Allen Robinson. I have him as a start. I think you can start him every week as a now, especially against the Philadelphia uh defense. That secondary is trash. Alshon Jeffrey. How y'all feel about Alshon Jeffrey? Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, I have as a sit. Um, you know, he's a, a goal on red zone option for him, so he definitely has a chance to get a touchdown, but he's going to be matched up with um, Prince Amu Kamara this week, mm-hmm. who's uh, graded out as a 71.5 according to PFF, and 
Chicago is allowing the second fewest points to wide receivers lined up on Jeffrey's side. So don't like him this week. Definitely. A flex, he okay because he go if they get in that red zone, he's gonna he's gonna see his targets. He's getting all the red zone targets, ninth most uh, out of all wide wide receivers. So I uh, like him as a flex. That's just to me. That's his ceiling. Probably about a flex. Hey, you know the boy? They say the boy uh, Deshaun Jackson coming back this week. And that's if he do They're practicing. If he do, that just helps everything else because that's all they miss. Exactly. You might take the top off. Pause. They've been they've been using fucking Miles Sanders as their deep threat lately. So everybody like benefits from Deshaun Jackson coming back. Definitely. Would you Roquan start Smith was that linebacker's name, by the way? Huh? Ro- Roquan Smith was that. Linebacker. Roquan Smith. There we go. Would you start um, Deshaun Jackson? Uh, yeah. With all these buys, four teams off. Cause you remember yeah. when he came, when that first get first week he got like ten targets. I want to say. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to get targeted. So, you know, that volume can overcome a tough matchup. So, I'll play Sean him. Sean Jackson or John Brown? John Brown all the way. John Brown, yeah, John Brown. John Brown, John Brown. <laughs> Downtown John Brown. <laughs> all right. Um, Zach Ertz, I think if you got him, you got to start him and just hope you get a touchdown. Like, that's – I don't – it's, it's yeah. a mystery another- that I can't be solved right now. Yeah, he's another like uh player that a uh, benefit from Djax coming back because mm-hmm. like players mm-hmm. like teams are putting their best like cornerback on Zach Ertz because they they're not scared of nobody taking a top off him pretty much. So he is um still top three among tight ends and targets, so he should see some positive touchdown regression because that's really the only thing holding him back. So um, but he does get a good matchup this week against Chicago, allowing the tenth most points to tight ends. How you like uh, Goddard though? He's a good uh, like fill in tight end two option this week because he's been like the last three weeks. I want to say he's ranked better than uh, Zach Ertz. I think they're like nine and ten the last three weeks because he's getting like the goal line uh, targets, the end zone targets. Can you start both? Can you start both? Yeah. Like Uh, same team? No, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you gonna start Ertz definitely, but Goddard. He's like I'm. I'm playing him as a Austin Hooper filling in one of my leagues. So because he is getting them go, uh, end zone targets, that's you know really all you can ask for for a streaming tight end. And uh, um, Chicago are they are and Chicago they give up a lot of receiving yards to tight ends. That's their that's their weakest point of their defense is giving up yards to tight ends. So yeah, he's yeah. in a great spot. I, 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 it's just come on, Zach Ertz. We we need you to get a little bit. You know what I mean? Give Zach Ertz a little bit of shine. Did you see the video with Zach Ertz like after the touchdown? Like you didn't like give him no dap and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of salty, bro. Damn. Redskins are at the Buffalo Bills, thirty-seven point over under. The Buffalo Bills are favored by ten. I got whoever the Redskins quarterback is going to be when I because when I was doing my notes, I didn't know who it was going to be. But they are a sit for me. Uh, Josh, the great White Hope Allen, is a start. Hey, how are we looking on that bet? Uh, haven't checked it. I can't check it now because you, uh, Kyler Murray played yesterday. Oh, yeah, so Murray, that's going to be a little skewed. We'll get back to y'all on that. Pretty sure I'm still winning, though. Andrew Peterson is a flex for me. Uh, Peterson has averaged 20 
opportunities and has finished as a top 28 PPR running back in all three of the games since the new coach is taking over because he's committed to running the ball. Yep. yep. Um, definitely. Definitely. I have him as a same thing pretty much. I agree. Uh, Frank Gore and Devin Singletary is a crazy um, thing going on. It's almost like a – I think Frank Gore still runs the backfield. Yep. Like, just like I kind of saw it coming into the year, like with Gore being there, I knew he – like, he's just not – he's not just going to go away. Like, he's too old to be just playing as a depth player, bro. So, he's definitely going to get work as long as he's healthy, but I like them both this week. Ten-point favorites at home. And they're playing against a team that's giving up the fifth most points to running backs. So I think they'll both have it would be enough for both of them to eat. Yes. Terry McLaurin sits. Sits. With Haskins starting? Yeah. Definitely a sit. John Brown. I'll talk more about him later. <laughs> John Brown, we already said we're gonna start him. Cole Beasley, I think you can start him uh with all the bye weeks going on. I think he'll get you enough targets in a PPR type leagues. Yep, that's what it is. It's, he's gonna get enough volume. There's mm-hmm. no ceiling, but he 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 won't hurt you. He won't hurt you if you just need to plug somebody in. Exactly. The Titans are at the Panthers, a 41 point over under. The Cardinals are favored. I'm not the Cardinals, but the Carolina is favored by 3.5. Um, Ryan Tannehill, I think you got to sit him. The the Panthers have generated uh, a sack on 10 percent of the dropback of quarterbacks. Dropback that's the second highest in the NFL. Uh, only two quarterbacks have thrown for over 374 yards against them. Yep, I agree. Kyle Allen said, yep. uh, Derrick Henry, got to start him. Mm-hmm. Definitely a start against him. Uh, Carolina is vulnerable against the run, allowing six most points to the position. Hopefully See, he doesn't get – hopefully they don't blow him out, though, because, you know, yeah, the game script falls out of the, his favor. It, it's not good. If they are blowing him out, you know who's going to be having a good game and who I think I need him to have a good game. You need him to have a good game. The real great white hope. Exactly. Yes, yes. He might just be. If he, yes. if he wins me this week, I'll say it. Bye bye, Josh Allen. Yeah, exactly. Bye bye, Josh Allen. Definitely possible, bro. This dude is a fucking monster, bro. I'm talking about against Boone for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You really. I need like, really a, 50, need I need like a 40 point CMC game. Yeah. Anything's hey. possible. It was and then D and then DJ Shark go crazy with a two touchdown game. But let's go on. <laughs> Corey Davis, I got him as a sit. Uh, he disappointed me last week. I'm sorry, you guys. I had him as my start of the week. I can't get him all right, man. James Bradbury is against him, and y'all know how I feel about James Bradbury. So yeah, bye, Corey Davis. Yeah, man, that was that was crazy, bro. It just happens all the time, man. The Corey Davis Corey Davis truthers are used to it, man. You've been getting excited off and on for three years. <laughs> I'm off. I'm off now, too. Yep. Yeah, he can't fool me no more. A.J. Brown, I think you got to sit him, too. He hasn't played more than 39 snaps all year. That was something I ran across. That exactly. It's just, you're playing with fire, playing, you know, playing a player that, you know, limited snaps. So. Uh, DJ Moore. Uh, DJ Moore is going to be matched up with Malcolm Butler, who is great as a 62. So, um, I prefer actually I prefer Curtis Samuel but he's been banged up but DJ Moore has a great matchup nonetheless against Mike Mike Evans went off last week but that was because of volume Um, I was looking up a stat I think I like DJ Moore better because uh, Kyle Allen has been struggling with the deep ball he's only completed three out of 18 um, of his 20 of passes 20 yards or more okay 
So I was looking more toward DJ Moore because the, the targets be more consistent like they were with Cam. But Adoree Jackson was out last week. That's why Mike Evans kind of went off because, you know, before that, the uh, Titans hadn't allowed a wide receiver to go for over 100 yards. But I think with Adoree Jackson out again, DJ Moore could have a good game because uh, they play a lot of men, and I think DJ Moore get into space a lot. Yeah, whoever get – I think it was LaShawn – was it LaShawn Sims who uh, – I think that's who filled in for Adoree yeah. Jackson. So, yeah, and, you know, they're not going to shadow, so they're both going to get snaps against LaShawn Sims. And LaShawn right. Sims gave up five catches for 76 yards and a touchdown in his coverage last week. Exactly, allowing almost 0. 0.4 uh, fantasy points per route. So, whoever's on him will eat. Uh, Jonu Smith. Got to play him if uh, Delaney Walker sits. Yep, especially with all these uh, five weeks. Exactly, and Carolina's allowing the tenth fewest points to tie. Are they? Oh, so it's a. I got them down as a temper because Carolina is pretty good against tight ends. But like you said, he's he's a lot of bye weeks, and he's going to get the volume. I mean, it's just this is we it's, the tight end landscape is just like you can't exactly. go wrong. Like if he's getting that kind of volume, he didn't, and he didn't just score two touchdowns. Like he had the yardage too. So, mm-hmm. um. Greg Olson, of course. I don't think anybody wants to start him anymore. The Vikings are at the Chiefs, a 48-and-a-half point over under. The Vikings are favored about two-and-a-half points. Kirk Cousins is a start. He's completed 91 out of 116 passes for 1,262 yards and 10 touchdowns in these last, what, three, four weeks? Yeah, been on he's fire been lately, man. I know last crazy. week he didn't have no touchdowns, but that dude's been playing, playing great lately. Mm-hmm. Matt Morissette. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to play this game. <clears throat> the <clears throat> Dalvin Cook, of course, the auto start. LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams. How y'all feel about that? That's a crazy game. You know, uh, LaShawn McCoy, of course, fumbled last game and didn't see the game anymore. But Deshaun, Damian Williams came out looking good. He did, man. But I'm trying to – I'm sending both of them if I can, you know, if I can do that. Um, yeah. McCoy got benched, like you said, after his fumble. And, you know, Damian really just can't be trusted right now because even though he did come in to look good, They've been using a committee this year. Even Daryl Williams is getting touches. So, and then you add in the fact that Minnesota gives up the fifth fewest points to running backs. They're both sits to me, man. Uh, but you know who's not? Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. If Adam Thielen is healthy, if he starts, you start him. Definitely, you got to start Adam Thielen. Um, Diggs, you got to keep playing him because he's on a super hot streak. I think he broke Randy Moss's record for uh, receiving yards in a three-game span. Um, mm-hmm. So you got that, and then he'll be matched up with Brashad Breeland, who's graded out as a 39, according to PFF, and he owns a 45.5% share of the team's air yards. So he's being targeted down the field, and he has a great matchup this week, and he's on fire. Play him. Mm-hmm. He's on fire. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, I think, is the only – I don't know. I think you can start him and Sammy Watkins, actually, this week. Yeah, Sammy has like a – Flex, if anything. Yeah, just because all the Bible is going on. He had, he saw eight t- solid. I mean, he saw eight targets last week, so I think that's pretty solid for him. So like, uh, Semi Watkins or Allison. Watkins. Watkins. Okay. Okay. I was just wondering. I don't like. I don't week. like Ronald or Allison anymore. Yeah, he's just not being targeted enough. Yeah, he he can stop. He did have the better matchup last week. And he and he flopped. What is worth? And he flopped. Thank goodness I won. <laughs> oh, I get it now. I get it now. That's funny. 
<laughs> he did, but yeah. But so, definitely yeah. like Sammy Watkins this week. I'm what you know, he has been inconsistent, so you kind of are playing with fire with Sammy Watkins. But he does give yeah. uh he does get a good matchup with Mike Hughes, so and it's the over under is 48 and a half, so it's supposed to be a lot of points going on. So we'll see. Um, Matt Morton looked competent last week, so I, I I don't I don't think like um of course it's not Patrick Mahomes, but I think he, he's still gonna make the offense look at least competent for Tyreek Hill, at least he saw nine targets. And Travis Kelsey came back. He stole a lot of targets last week and a touchdown. So I think Travis, of course, Travis Kelsey is a start. Uh, the Colts are at the Steelers, 43. Hold on one second. Uh, how you feel about Madison? You know, he's been getting a decent amount of carries, and Kansas City is giving up the second most points to running backs. They are giving up. You know what I mean? Maybe a, maybe a flex value flex value play, you know, if you are struggling or have a lot of bye weeks. That is true. I'll look into that. Just I think I got him on some league. Uh, the Colts are at the Steelers, a 43-and-a-half point over under the Indianapolis Colts are favored by one point. Jacoby Brissett, I think he got to sit him again this week. Since uh, the, the Steelers uh, traded for Mika Fitzpatrick, they've just been on fire as a defense. They've not allowed more than two passing touchdowns, and they've intercepted at least one pass every game. So uh, I think you got to sit him this week. And they haven't allowed a top-15 performance all year. Yeah, I agree. Got the same thing written down, man. Pitts allowing and uh, Pitts allowing the ninth fewest points to QB. So just something else to add. Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph is a sit. I ain't even write him up, man. I'm, I mean, <laughs> if you're in a super flex, you got to do what you got to do. But he did his thing last week in the second half. Yeah, he finally started throwing down the field more. Him and Deontay Johnson got a nice little connection. Yeah, he did. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, man. He I think he's been a disappointment this year. Uh, he, no, nah, he's been up and down. He has like three yeah. 20-point games, I want to say. Two, at he least hasn't two. finished as an RB1 since uh, way back in week one. Really? I thought he had like 20-something. Well, how many points did he have last week? Not not, not this past week, but the week before that. What you um, mean? I thought he had like a good week last week. Last week he had 15 points. Oh, 15. Okay. I, I yeah. thought he had 20. Nah, he he's been out. He's been he's he's finished outside of the top twenty running backs in three of the last six games. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm telling. You, and through eight weeks, the NFL and through eight weeks, the Steelers have defense have yet to allow a top sixteen running back. So I don't think Marlon Mack is a sit for me. Yeah, he's definitely a sit for that reason. Pittsburgh has been good against the run, so they're giving up the eighth fewest points. And he's a disappointment too. He's an RB two. He's supposed to be an RB one. You know what I mean? I mean, what's uh, what's I think reviewed as a high that offensive line, he was supposed to take off. Since in yeah. week one, when, when he had that 25-point game, everybody was expecting him to take off. And then he nah, but you had – I mean, yeah. you knew that he wasn't using a passing game. Like, that's what I feel like always kept him out of being, like, an RB1. But yes. just for the fact that he had a great line and a – He's had a good – he's had a good, easy schedule, too, that he's supposed to dominate, but he just didn't. Yeah. Listen to these first three games. He had the Chargers – the Titans, that's not a good game. The Falcons, the Raiders, the the Chiefs. He didn't score 15 points but one time during that scratch. He getting yards. He's just not getting the goal line because they're passing at the goal line. That ain't fantasy. That ain't making you fantasy. You ain't getting this money, baby. You are about to be out for three, four months. Yeah, I think he, I think he should see the increase of value. And Max should definitely uh, come back and uh, come back in like three weeks and see what you got to say about Mac then. Matchup favorable after the Steelers. But people are needing him right now for the playoff push, is what I'm are saying. Are you saying it's going to be a return of the Mac Javar? Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
James Conner uh, is doubtful, like we said earlier in the news and notes. So if you have Jalen Samuels, I think he's a good start to replace Jamie, uh, James Conner. T.Y. Hilton, I wrote him up, but he is out. So don't. So of course you can't start him because he's out. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster is a start for me. I think you just have to put him out there and just hope he he goes off like he did last week. Uh, yeah, he has a. I don't know. Like I feel like Juju. I look at him like a wide receiver three now. So yeah, I'm not yeah. excited to play him. And the matchup isn't just it ain't a plus matchup. So Kenny Moore is only allowing point nineteen fantasy points per route, and they're allowing the thirteenth fewest points to slot receivers. So. He's already made it clear he's not going to force him the ball. Deontay Johnson has, you know, I think he's beginning. Has he been on more targets than him? I haven't looked looked into it. I haven't looked into it either. Yeah, but I want to say he has. So, but, I mean, you got to play him just because he's Juju, but just be aware. Eric Ebron, I, thought, I think you can start him. He has a, that um, high t- touchdown upside, and especially with – uh, T.Y. Hilton going out, I think his his volume will increase. And maybe Jack Doyle might be a start. I don't know. No, no. No, no. no rules. What you think? I mean, I think they'll be on the field. The best uh, thing they got going is the two tight ends set yeah. play action. So I think you can start or start them, especially with the bye week going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, I mean, you're pretty much playing Russian roulette with those two. Um, but with T.Y. Hilton out, one of them should find success because um, Pittsburgh is allowing the eighth most points to tight end, so I think one of them can have a good game, but you just got to pick which one. Yeah, I would pick Ebron. I would pick Ebron too, personally. Ooh, I can't believe I said that. Vance <laughs> McDonald is a sit for me. Um, I I knew some think he's a nice stream streaming option. Um, I mean the Colts are giving up the six most points to tight ends. I just don't see that ball going around. He's had like consistent bad weeks, so I think it's, it's over. I don't think Mason Rudolph is capable of supporting fantasy relevant that many fantasy relevant players each week. All he needs is a touchdown. <laughs> Mason Rudolph is not throwing. He's barely getting in the red zone. He's getting all these long touchdowns that the wide receivers are making plays, and that's how they score it. Hey man, I'm just trying to give the people <laughs> a couple options that have you know tight ends is ugly as fuck. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you about the guys that's me, if not, if you listen, got the great matchups. The podcast, if you've been listening to the podcast, you should have you will have Austin Hooper. And, and Everybody like, can't Austin. Yeah. Austin. <laughs> Austin Hooper, yeah, he's definitely bred. That dude's a monster, bro. Oh, I can't believe but Even players like Mark Andrews, like he Mark had Andrews, that's what I'm saying. I talked him up too. Yeah, and, I'm saying, but last week he, he had six, so. Yeah, and he probably going to not have a good game this week again against the uh, Patriots, but we'll get to that game. The Jets are at the Dolphins, a 41-point over under. The Jets are favored by five and a half points. Sam Darnold, I think I like him this week. Yeah, I like him this week. I I, I, I think we were happy when he played against the Cowboys, when he had that big game against the Cowboys, and then he hasn't done anything since then. But you know how sorry the Dolphins are, and they were out. Xavier uh, Howard too, so he should have a good game. Exactly, and then like they they made they they let a guy that we you were just shitting on go in on Monday. Like Mason Rudolph had a decent game. It's this this team, so I think Donald could definitely have a good team. And the thing about it, like I was kind of scared when I first started doing my research. Like man, they could just vote his vote his uh, Dolphins team out, and you know him not need to throw that much. But Dolphins actually been playing hard. It looks like. They played hard against the Steelers. They jumped out to a 14-0 lead against them. So I mean, they want to win. Yeah, l- win. at least that. Hopefully, they make it competitive a little bit, so Darnold can, you know, not have to just 
run the ball the whole game pretty much. So I kind of need them to win, man, because I want the Falcons to have the first pick. <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> but just saying, he is a great streamer this week. Um, Miami's giving up the fourth most points to quarterback. So we went from oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. To, well, I hope we have first pick this next year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like that shit was, <laughs> but this is not a Falcon podcast. Correct. Dwayne Haskins uh, sit. Um, Hold on. Yeah, we on the Jets and uh, Miami Dolphins game. Why do I got? I don't know what I was thinking. My bad, bro. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick is a sit for me. Uh, Le'Veon Bell start. Definitely start him this week. Um, Mark Walton. Mark Walton, I like. I mean, he's going to get the volume. Um, so I got him as a flex play. Um, the Jets are also vulnerable against the run, giving up the eighth most points to running backs. So he he had a tough matchup last week. So and then he fumbled, but he didn't look bad. So him in a plus matchup, I like him this week. Uh, that is, uh, yeah. Robbie Anderson, I got him as a start. The Dolphins have allowed twenty two. 0.8% of receptions to go over 20-plus yards, which is the second highest mark in the NFL. And like I said before, Xavier Howard is out. And so hopefully Robbie Anderson and Sammy Donald can connect on some of these long balls. Sammy Donald sucks at the long ball. Yeah, and but, I mean, he's going to be matched up against Ken oh. Webster, who's a 55, according to PFF. He's given up uh, 0.46 fantasy points per route, the sixth most in the league. And Miami's also allowing the eighth most points to wide receivers lined up on the left. So Robbie Anderson can have one of those big ass big games this week, bro. Yeah, I think I, I definitely Robbie Anderson is one of my starts this week. Uh, Demarius Thomas, over his last four games with the Jets, he's totaled twenty seven targets. Man, that's like six a game. I think you can start him. Start him. So if you start Demarius Thomas, what you doing with Crowder? Sitting, I'm sitting him. Okay. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm I, I didn't write. A, I didn't have a Demarius Thomas as a start, but he he definitely provides some. I got him as a sit. He's seen five targets in each of the last two games, and I just don't think the volume would be there for um, like I said, for all three of them to have a good game. Exactly. And uh, Crowder, speaking of him, he uh he hasn't been seeing the volume lately, and that's really what you were banking on with him. So, mm-hmm. and then he also gets a downgrade with uh Nick Needham, only allowing point twenty one fantasy. Points per route, so. Okay. Devontae Parker, I think you can put him in your lineup as a flex. Uh, he's totaled at least 55 yards and or a touchdown in six of the last seven games. The only game he didn't is against the Patriots, and you know, I don't know how that go. Exactly. He's also going to be matched up with Tremaine Johnson, who's graded out as a 50. So, Parker's been sneaky good this year. That shit's crazy to say, but yeah, here we are. He's the wide receiver three. Yeah, exactly, bro. He's been great under uh, Fitzpatrick, man. Mm-hmm. President Williams. I like him. President Williams is another one. Um, I, like you said, I would prefer Parker because he does target him more, but um, Preston Williams does have a good matchup, too. Matched up against Daryl Robert, who is graded out as a 53. That's gross. That's pretty gross. The Lions are at the Raiders. It's a 51-point over-under. The Raiders are favored by two points. Matt Stafford. No bones broken in his back. Start him. Start him against this Oakland team, allowing the third most points, bro. Yes, that's He's about to ball out. They've allowed four quarterbacks to finish as top six options, including two of them to finish as the quarterback one on the week. Yeah. 
He's been uh, playing great this year, man. One of his best years, I want to say, man. Huh? One is it might be one of his best years. Yeah, he's getting back up there to one of back when he had uh, those Calvin Johnson years. Yeah. I don't know about that. I'll have to go look at those Calvin Johnson years to see if it's one of his best years. But um Derek Carr, speaking of number one quarterbacks, uh the Lions let Daniel Jones become the number one quarterback in the league uh, in fantasy last week. So I think Derek Carr could be a stream this week. Yeah, I that's just one of those players I just I hate to play, Ryan, but you're right. He does have a good matchup. We, yeah. Playing, uh, Lions giving up the seventh most points to quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, all, um, I put whoever going to be the Lions running back is a sit. Yeah, bro. I put all <laughs> running backs. They deploy four running backs, bro. Four, bro. We get mad with three running backs are out there, man. <laughs> I can't really do that. That's I gross. hate Coaches, uh, Josh uh, Jacobs is somebody that I love, though. Yeah, definitely play him every week. Kenny Galladay, play him every week. Marvin Jones, how you feel? Marvin Jones, I like. I have him as a start this week. Um, he be matched up with Trayvon Mullen, who's allowing 0.5 fantasy points per route, the second most in the league. So he has a great matchup. And of course, you're playing um, Kenny G all day, every day. Baby hey, trying next day. Uh, Danny Amendola, though, I think he's a good flex this week. Um, how about yeah. you? I yeah. like for the last two weeks, he's been hauling in 16 or 19 targets for 200 yards, and uh, he's been targeted uh, more than uh, Jones. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna pass, and uh, and all four teams, four teams out on by, I like him as a flex, as a plug in for somebody out on the by. Exactly, also, carry on Johnson being out. Exactly. They're going to pass more with, you know, no running game. They're fucking running out Paul Perkins. Like, you know, it's bad. So, but he's going to be matched up with LaMarcus Joyner, too, who's uh, graded out as a 35, according to PFF, man. <laughs> hey, random. This don't have nothing to do with nothing. But, like, would you start Frank Gore or Alex uh, Madison? Alexander Madison. Madison. Uh, probably Frank Gore against Washington. Right. Cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking for a friend or is that for you? <laughs> no, nah, that was for me. Hey, Tyrell <laughs> Williams is the start for me. Who's that? Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams definitely has a touchdown in every game he's played this year. Yes, sir. Um, Detroit's allowing the eighth most points to wide receivers lined up on the right. So, And if Darius Slay is out, uh, Rashad Melvin is going to be um, covering him, and he's allowed three touchdowns on 10 targets this year. That's gross. TJ Hawkinson, how you feel about him? Oh, how much money did people spend on him? I wonder. A lot. A lot. And he's a rookie tight end, man. It just mm-hmm. he played Arizona. That's what it was. But the thing <laughs> is, he is getting the end zone targets, though. So he's dropping them, man. He's dropping them, man. Hopefully, I mean, the, I'm just assuming that he didn't figure out how to catch. So with him going against Oakland, who's giving up the third most points to tight ends, I'm rolling him out there if I ain't, you know, if I ain't got no other better options. You ain't got top five, top six. Jonas Smith or TJ Hawkinson? Um, Hawkinson. Dallas Goddard or Hawkinson? Hawkinson. Darren Fell or Hawkinson? Oh, uh, uh, Fell. And I like uh, Goddard. I think I like Hawkinson, man, just based on the matchup, man. Okay. He's I think dropping, I'm, I think I'm, I'm think not I'm banking on him dropping more, like just keep dropping touchdowns all year. So I'm just going to side with the volume, man. 
Yeah, the over-under is a 51 point, so it's supposed to be a high-scoring game. And with the running backs being out, the ball could be thrown a lot more. Exactly. Um, Darren Waller, the big dog, of course, he's an auto-start now. Buccaneers are at the Seahawks, a 51-point over-under. The Seahawks are favored by six-and-a-half points. Jameis Winston I have as a start. Um, Winston has not finished at as, as a top-16 quarterback in each of his last five, uh, five games. Even though he be look, it's be looking so ugly, but he, I mean, he makes it work. Exactly. So, like I was telling a friend last night, like if bruh, uh throwing over thirty times a game, get a touchdown or two, and have two interceptions, that's just it don't matter or points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so exactly. I told you, we'd be telling Antonio that it don't matter. That was my that was my basis for him finishing as a top twelve quarterback, man. Um, mm-hmm. He's gonna throw picks. Everybody knows that by now. But with them needing to throw the ball so much and Bruce Arians having that scheme where they throw the field, throw the ball down the field a lot. So he's gonna have the yards. He's still near the top of the league in uh, end zone throws. So Winston will always had those games. Just don't look at the game. That's all I yeah, can. Just go, yeah, just don't watch him. Don't watch him. He's not gonna be pretty, and don't look at the score either. Exactly, because he's gonna, gonna, gonna have like uh, one point <laughs> at halftime, bro. You're gonna be shitting bricks. Like you forget about it, and you come back an hour later, and the game's over, and still like 15, 16 points. Cool. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Russell Wilson is a start, of course. Uh, they've allowed the eighth most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks, uh, that being the uh, Buccaneers. Uh, Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber, gross, gross. Yeah, set them. Carson, Chris Carson, of course, is an auto start. Mike Evans is a start. Chris, you're Goddard. starting Chris Carson. Yes. But, I mean, but you're gonna be temperate expectations. Yeah, we gotta we gotta note note Definitely. that man. Tampa Bay has been super solid against the run. Third fewest points to running backs. But he's <laughs> but the, the the Seahawks is a team like they're gonna run the ball still. So yeah, you have to worry about them game planning to pass the ball fifty times. Yeah. They're not gonna change what they do. Exactly. Chris Godwin is a start. Tyler Lockett start. Even yeah. hey man, Tyler Lockett has seen seven or less targets <laughs> on five straight games. And he's still good. He's still good. Wow. It's just Russell Wilson is just super efficient, man. Yeah, man. Like, I thought it was going to go down, but nope, nope. And he's facing Vernon Hargrave, who's graded as a 44 by PFF and allowing a 71% catch rate. So let the good times roll. Right. DK Metcalf, I think you can flex him this week. I think uh, he's seen at least five targets in six of the last eight games. Uh, yep. I wouldn't chase those two touchdowns that he had last week. He was playing the Sorry Falcons, so. And it's just he was wide open. So um but definitely yeah. I definitely agree with that. Tampa Bay is giving up the most points to wide receivers lineup on the left. It's gonna be matched up with Sean Murphy Bunting, who was great as a 60. So mm-hmm. fire him up. Cameron Brake with OJ How- OJ Howard being out. He's another one of those players like Stills who disappointed in a good spot last week, but I'm going back to the well this week. Um and I think OJ's already ruled out. Uh, and Seattle's giving up the fourth most points to tight ends. Yeah, that's crazy. If he doesn't do anything this game, it's going to be proven like a fact that um, Bruce Arians just don't fucking fuck with tight ends, bro. <laughs> or um, James Winston just likes Cameron Brayton more than he likes OJ. Like I'm, I'm saying, if he doesn't do anything, though, because he didn't oh. do nothing last week. Yeah. So if he doesn't do nothing in this matchup, like a great matchup, like yeah, all right, Bruce Arians just don't like tight ends. That is true. Uh, the Packers are playing the Chargers, a forty-six and a half point over under. The Green Bay Packers are favored by three. Aaron Rodgers is a start. Phillip Rivers is a sit. 
Uh, they fired offensive coordinator Ken Winston-Hutt this week. Um, so I just want to see what, what they're going to do week nine. And how y'all feel about that? Y'all feel y'all going to start uh, Phillip Rivers? Uh, not start Phillip Rivers. Um, but for that reason, why you said uh, Winston-Hutt did get fired. So I kind of think they are going to focus on the run game more. Uh, they were only – I think they only ran the ball like 15 times a game since Gordon came back. Mm-hmm. So they're going to – I definitely expect them to lean on the ground game more this week. And the Packers are also giving up the seventh most points to running backs. So I like both him and Eckler this week. Um, yeah, I like, how about Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams? Aaron Jones. You ain't even got to ask about him, bro. That dude is a monster. It's so, let's just take a moment to like, just appreciate the freeness of Aaron Jones, bro. Because yeah. we've been waiting on this shit, bro. We talked about it in the summer, bro, about what he does when he gets these touches, man. They're using him in the passing game. I think we said we, he was going to finish as the top five running back, if we not, if I'm like, not mistaken. Yeah, because he, he he was he was the uh, top five running back when he was getting them touches last year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're using him, man. So, here we are. But Jamal Williams, um, he's also a good play. Don't feel – I mean, I, you just never feel safe for the backup running back, just like Madison, but – um, Chargers are giving up the tenth most points to running backs, and he is going to be used. So, I- uh, Devontae Adams, of course, if he starts, you play him. Yeah. Adam Lazard, I think you can flex him uh, in the bye week. He caught if- all five of his targets last week, uh, and he outsnapped everybody, uh, all the rest of the wide receivers. I think he's going to be the wide receiver too when he comes back, uh, even if Devontae Adams is back. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think he's taking over MVS's spot. Yeah, MVS hasn't been doing shit this year. Keenan Allen was supposed to be hurt last week, and he was supposed to get, like, limited touches, but he was getting a lot of tick, and he dropped a touchdown. So I guess you start him. Well, of course you start him, but even if they say he's hurt, I don't know what that was about. Mike Will made it. I think – has he been a disappointment for y'all? Yeah, Um, he has. He's been getting the targets, though, man. That's what's crazy. He too dropped a touchdown last week. Yes. He dropped five he dropped. balls in the last six games. Exactly, oh. exactly. So I don't know if Philip is going to start going away from him, but if he doesn't, still due to lack like of other options, I'm yeah. still going to start Mike Williams. Um, but I would temper a little bit this week. He is going against Jair Alexander, who's great as an 81. So does have a tough matchup. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Graham, I think you can sit him. I'm done counting on Jimmy Graham. Yeah, so he hasn't even lived up to the expectations and plus matchups. Not like, yeah, man. Like, it'd be I mean, random. It don't even be random at this point because he's only went off, like, what, one game? I think he's he only caught twice. One, I think he went off the first game and another game. But then he caught a touchdown against the Chiefs, if I'm exactly. not mistaken. So, but they – and then you had the fact that Chargers have been solid against tight ends. They've given up the 11th fewest points. So, sit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter Henry is a start. That dude is sick. Yep. He's gotten at least six targets, 42 yards in each game since returning from injury. Um, and then the Packers also give up the seventh most points to tight ends. So, um, Mike Williams, if you keep fucking up, Henry about to die. That's where the ball is going because exactly. he's catching the ball. Uh, the Browns are at the Broncos, a 39-point over under. The Browns are favored by three points. Baker Mayfield is a sit for me. The Broncos have allowed just six passing touchdowns in eight games, and they have yet to allow a top 12 performance, and Baker has yet to finish as a top 10 quarterback. What What is going on with Baker? Or is it just yeah, – I'm not starting anybody named Baker the bum. 
<laughs> new name to me. So. <laughs> oh, God, man. But definitely uh, not crazy. against Denver. Not against Denver. <laughs> Brandon Allen. Hello. Sit. Uh, of course, with Joe Flacco being out. Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. I think you can start both of them this week, especially with uh, Joe Flacco being gone. Uh, the Chiefs, I mean, not the Chiefs, but the Browns have allowed 4.71 yards per carry that allows them to rank as the sixth highest in the NFL, like close to the Chiefs. And they, they have allowed four touchdowns over 107 carries this season. Um, so I think you can start both of them. I think the volume will be there. I agree. They're like really my only starts of this whole game, man. So for that same reason you just said, they're going to lean on the uh, run game more this week. For the whole game period or just the I whole I mean, game of course you're starting – like, I mean, you're tempering expectations, but I I, I really want to sit OBJ this week. Um, Chris Harris Jr., that matchup scares me, man. They're allowing the second fewest points to wide receivers lined up on his side. And uh, Chris Harris only allows point twenty three fantasy points per route. So and he hasn't been playing good. Yeah. Uh, Corlin Sutton. Corlin nope. Sutton. He's in the. He's in. You said what? You gonna chance it? I got him as a sit for that reason, just because Brandon Allen. I don't know how it's gonna be. I understand that you might not have options, so mm-hmm. I mean, I'm fine if you have to start him, but. Allen, I, we just don't know what he's going to be, man. I think Noah Fent, you can probably stream him. Uh, he's tallied, he tallied eight targets last week as it was uh, his career high. And with uh, Emmanuel Sanders being gone, I, a backup quarterback, I think the tight end becomes a safety blanket, and I think he's uh, he's streamable in this horrible tight end landscape. Yeah, I mean, we'll I like see. it, but I'll just wait and see. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be confident streaming and throwing them out there. But like I said, if your tight end one is on the on the buy or you or I don't know. I don't, yeah. let's, let's see. Dar- nah. Darren Fields or no offense. Fails. I guess well, you like TJ Huggison over there. Too. <laughs> I was yeah. about to say the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, bro, how, how you like Hawkinson or you don't like Hawkinson, but you like uh, Fent? I, I mean, saying I like the streamable. I think they both streamable. Yeah, they both. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm more more so of a stash on um, Fant just because he hasn't done anything. He made that one one play, I think, where he scored a touchdown. Yeah, he he is super athletic. I mean, but, but, the, but the coaches is throwing him the ball. You know what I'm saying? They're getting the targets, yeah. so eventually he's going to start catching them. And event one sooner or later, they're going to be touchdowns. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's not a lot of great options at tight end anyway. So, I mean, if you just need to plug somebody in, there's nobody on your waiver wire because everybody's stashing or something like that. Uh, the Patriots at the Ravens, this is probably going to be the game. 45-point yes. over under. The Patriots are favored by three and a half points. Tom Brady, I think you can stream him. It's going to be hard because uh, they got all their cornerbacks coming back. They got Marcus Peters. Jimmy Smith is coming back. Uh, it's gonna be oh man, it's gonna be a good game. But I think you can still stream Tom Brady because it's Tom Brady. I, I don't just off the strength of Tom Brady's name, and he's you know he's been doing it all season. A tough matchup. He'll have three touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Mark Jackson, I think you can start him with caution. I mean, you just gotta. Boy. Man, I, I don't think I'm, at this point you can't stop. You can't sit him at this point. Yeah, you probably can, man. But I am scared if I have yeah, him. Definitely, you're gonna be scared. But I think he's gonna run for at least seventy to eighty yards. Yeah. Well, who who is the who is the best offensive playmaker on the Ravens right now? 
Marquise Hollywood is supposed just to be player, better. period. Like, oh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson right? Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> that's what New England is going to try to take away. So I think they're going to make him be a passer. Yeah, they haven't allowed they have, a quarterback to uh, to score more than eleven points all year either. They're at, yeah, and they're averaging five points against them, bro. The eleven <laughs> was the high. They're averaging five quarterbacks are averaging five points, bro. So they're going to game plan. They're going to game plan for him, but I don't think I don't think eighty. I think eighty's a little high, but he is going to have some rushing yards. I think that'll keep his floor safe enough. Yeah, at for least you, to get man. you like what I say. What you say? Over under fifteen points? No, Ooh. under. Under, yeah, that's not good. That's not startable. Yeah, because most of shit's gonna be his rushing yards. <laughs> if he's gonna score under fifteen points, then you don't need to start Lamar Jackson this week. You can I find something. I mean, you that's what I'm saying. Something. I am looking. I'm looking for other options. If I have other options, man. Okay. In a yeah. one QB league, in a one QB league, right. I'm fine with seeing Lamar Jackson. Oh, in a one QB league, definitely, I'm fine with seeing Lamar Jackson. What is that? Uh, because like Kyler Murray, like I had to, for- I was forced to start him in my super flex league, and he ended up doing good. Mm-hmm. So that could happen with Lamar Jackson, but in one QB leagues, I ain't taking that chance. Sony Michelle and James White. So with the new news that James White came up on the injury report with a toe, uh, of course, be cautious for that. But outside of Nick Chubb, they haven't allowed a running back to run for over sixty-five yards on the ground. So um, you're just really looking for Sonny Michelle to get one of those touchdowns. And if James White is out, he could produce in the passing game a lot, you know. Um, how y'all feel about Sonny Michelle and James White this week? Of course, I think you can start James White. He's averaging eight targets a game, so that floor is always going to be there with the passing. Yeah, I've got the, pretty much the same thing. Baltimore's allowing the ninth fewest points to running back, so he's, he's just a touchdown or bust option this week. Mark I mean, Ingram. if James White is out, I think they're going to use Burkhead more. Or they're going you to think so? Yeah. Hey, what, happens to, when he's what happens to Damian Harris being the league winner? I have no idea. <laughs> but just, um, just just stay ready, bro, because it can happen at any time, bro. bro nobody expecting Jonas Gray to have four touchdowns on a Sunday night football game, but it happened. <laughs> Look at Carlos going in his bag. Yeah, bro. I remember because I lost that matchup, and I remember looking at <laughs> Like, God damn it. <laughs> I didn't know. Who knew that was going to happen, bro? Them people that be playing the uh, fan duel. Yeah, true. I don't know how they'd be knowing it. That'd be crazy. That's why I don't like playing it. Because it's like, bro, how did you know Juno Smith was going to go off with five touchdowns? Yeah, but that's different in DFS. You're paying like you have a salary. Like in your season-long league, man, you ain't going to take that chance if you ain't oh, got yeah, to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Play, that was telling you that's why I don't like playing DFS. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ingram, do you start him? Um, I'm tempering expectations. Um, I probably am starting them, though. But uh, New England is allowing the fewest points to running backs. Yeah, so yeah. if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's going to have, like, two points. What are they not allowing the fewest points to? <laughs> the re- they're allowing the fewest points to every single position except receiver. A receiver <laughs> they're allowing the second fewest points. <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> this is crazy. We're witnessing some great shit right here. Yeah, people need to understand that. Uh, Julian Edelman. Starting him. Muhammad Sanu. Nope. He's going to be matched up with Peter and he, Peters, Marcus Peters, who had that pick six last week, and he's still new to the team. So He saw five targets in his first game. He did, but I'm still not trusting him. Not Phil yet. Uh, don't like Philip Dorsett either. He's going to be matched up with Marlon Humphrey, who's been pretty good this year. Um, I do think it is between – it's going to be between Sanu, Dorsett, 
and you know you're going to have uh, Edelman, but I, I think one of Sanu or Dursett is probably going to have a good game just because Tom Brady. What about Ben Watson? Ben Watson, don't like him this week. I don't think I like him. He disappointed me. He only had like one target last week exactly. with Mohamed Sanu did be in there. Of course, Mark Andrews, you're going to start him. Um, I'm going to start him, but like I said, they number one against tight ends, so yeah. just, just be ready, man. Bro, yeah. Just sit all the Ravens. <laughs> if, you can Ravens. Fit, if you can fade a Raven, fade him. Yeah, man. The Cowboys Please. are at the Giants. Uh, this is Monday night football. This is Monday night? Yep. Are you ready yeah. for some football? A Monday, Monday night party. Yeah. <laughs> the 48-point over under the Dallas Cowboys are favored by seven points. Should be a good game. A divisional matchup on primetime TV. Dak Prescott, I think you can start him. He should be uh, decimate this secondary like everybody else does. I think it might be worse than the Dolphins. Yeah, it's it's very possible. Or the or the Eagles. Or the Eagles. Yeah, those are three worse. I think he might be he might finish as QB one this week. Actually, Definitely has a chance, man. We have this great of a matchup. Definitely has a chance. Daniel like Jones. Start. Who's that? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. I don't like him this week. A lot, uh, Dallas is allowing the fifth fewest points to quarterbacks. Is he, so not, is he not Danny Dimes back? He's not Danny. He's Daniel Jones in this matchup. He had a key with the number one overall QB last week. Were they playing Dallas last week? <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, start. Definitely. Uh, Saquon Barkley, start. Amari Cooper, start. Michael Gallup. Start the Giants have now allowed uh, twelve different wide receivers to finish as top forty against them, um, and I think Michael Gallup will see a lot of DeAndre Baker, and he is garbage. He's, a receiver, he's still garbage. Uh, Golden Tate, I think you can start him. Um, over the last four weeks, he hasn't finished outside of the top twenty-two wide receivers. Definitely, he's the only uh, giant receiver I like. He's gonna be matched. I up. like that. You like who? Shapar? Like yeah, my bad. I like Shapar. Uh, what's homeboy last week that was in for Shapar? Caught two touchdowns. Oh, it's da- all- Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton, yeah. Darius I mean, Shapar, he's probably not even going to play. Yeah, he's not. I don't I, think he's going to play. He he I like him as a – yeah, he's practicing. He, he removed the uh, yellow jersey or whatever. But he's been practicing. And um, Daniel Jones has – that rock and roll, and so I like I like Tate as a wide receiver two three, and I like um, Shepard as like a flex. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I wasn't expecting him to play. So I mean, if he plays, definitely like, I like Shepard if he plays. Um, you do? If he doesn't, I don't know, man. I like I like Tate, but I mean, because Shepard's gonna get targets. I feel like he has been. I feel like they got that rapport producing. now, man. Shepard been missing out. I mean, but he had to rapport with him already. Yeah, Shepard still been targeting other wide receivers though. Shepard ain't Besides, been playing. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, play, uh, if he does play, it's a different story. But I, I don't see him playing. I feel like I would have saw some type of report about that shit, like him, you know, trending in the right direction. Definitely. But Evan uh, Ingram, I think, is the last startable player in that uh, matchup. Agreed. And that brings us to the end. Of, that's the end. That's all of them. That's all of them. I get it. All right, so we let's go on to our personal starts and sits of the week. Javar, who is your sit of the week? Okay, so we're back. Javar was having a little bit of technical difficulties, but his sit of the week was – who did he say it was again, bro? Uh, Corey Davis. 
Yeah, you know, Corey Davis. And who is your sit of the week, Los? My sit of the week is going to be Scary Terry. Um, you know, no pun intended, but I'm really scared to play him this week. <laughs> uh, with Haskins being named a starter, that is bad news for McLaurin owners. If you remember last week, he started off the game hot, and right when Haskins came in, like he literally did nothing else. He got one target and was overthrown. So yeah. um, I'm sitting McLaurin this week, um, and he got to prove it. Haskins got to prove it that he can be better with a week of game planning. So he's my sit of the week. Uh, my sit of the week is OBJ. Uh, he'll be matched up against Chris Harris Jr., and he's been, like, locked down all year. And with Baker Mayfield just and the whole offense just looking like a, a step slower, a step something. But I just don't like him at all. So he's a sit for me. Who's your start of the week? My start of the week is going to be Michael Gallup. Um, last couple weeks he's been disappointing. You know, it's not what you've been used to seeing, you know, from the beginning of the year. But I think this is a get-right game for him. This is a confidence play. Gonna be matched up um, mostly with Janoris Jenkins, who's a, uh, allowing the almost a half a f- uh, fantasy point per route so far, and the Giants are also allowing the fifth most fantasy points to receivers lined up on the left. So this is a match made in heaven. I think he's about to beast. Of course, yeah, Cooper definitely, but Gallup is definitely gonna eat this week too. Javar's start of the week was Danny Amendola uh, in a in a flex league with all the bobbies going on. With all the targets, he's the running backs being out. Monster week is Le'Veon Bell. Um, I think it's this week or it's gonna be no week. He's he's been talked about getting traded, you know what I'm saying? So he should be playing with a chip on his shoulder, and he's playing against one of the sorriest defenses in the league, if not the sorriest defense in the league. Uh, the Dolphins have given up a massive 4.8 yards a carry. That's the fourth most in the league, and 8.12 yards. Uh, target, and that's uh, the most in the NFL. And 10 touchdowns through seven games. So, Lady broke up. Have Le'Veon Bell now. Huh? You're breaking up too. Oh, if Le'Veon Bell doesn't have a Le'Veon Bell game now, then he won't ever do it again. So, I'm be off Le'Veon Bell. Great call, man. Great call. Uh, well, hopefully, we our start of the weeks are better than it was last week. Uh, can't be right every time, man. Like I said, y'all. That is part of the game, game, man. If it was right every time, if I can get it right every time, I'll be a millionaire. I wouldn't exactly. be able to be here. That brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, the episode goes on and on and on. We'll see y'all again week 10. That rhymed again. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Make sure you follow us at Fantasy and Session on Twitter. Uh, of course, Sunday morning I give out my start of city devices. Of course, with all the updated news. Hey, man, we get into the nitty gritty. It's almost playoff time. Are we three weeks away? Let's get it. Four, four, nine, three. ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, five. Five. Okay. Ooh, we. It's getting to the nitty gritty. Either I think it's a lot of it's a lot of weeks that. This is the. Need. This is it right here. These it's are the this. weeks. These are the weeks that count right here, boy. Let's get it. Good luck, everybody. Good luck, everybody. Peace. Peace.